on that trophy. Second season running, that she's done so in the colours of Manchester City. Oh, lovely footwork there from Weah! A special goal in a special game from Caroline Weah. That is world class. That is outstanding. A worldie from Weah. Hello and welcome to this midweek episode of MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. City got their season campaign off to the perfect start on Saturday against Everton at Goodison. They ran out 4-0 winners and later in the podcast I chat to Paul and we recap over the match and look ahead to Wednesday night and the second leg in the Champions League against Real Madrid at the Academy Stadium. But first I caught up with Connie and Bethany from her football hub to get their match reaction at halftime at Goodison Park. Connie and Bethany from her football hub. Uh, what did you make of the first half performance? I thought the first half was very, very good from us considering it's our first game back and midweek we looked a bit shaky but we've improved on that and the goals, the three goals that we scored were very good. I think Janine and um, Haley are looking very sharp on the wings and Esme is doing some terrific defending. Yeah. Um, was it a bit of a concern, obviously, with Lauren Hemp not starting the game? Were you a bit worried about how you know, we might have those creative opportunities down the wings? Yeah, I was a bit worried, but she's a terrific player, and then so is Janine and Haley, so we've got some good reinforcements um, to back us up, but I hope to see them in the second half. Yeah. And Beth, how, how impressed have you been with the new players that have come into the side? Um, Haley Russell's incredible. She, you know, she's, we were saying about how. The way she's putting in across the pitch, she's run her legs off. Khadija's looking great. Vicky Lasada's goal was brilliant, and she's been great in the midfield. And hopefully, we get to see, you know, our other new signings soon. And always pleasing as well. Debut goals for Lasada and for Bunny. I mean, that's pretty special as well. First game back. Yeah, I mean, hopefully um, Haley manages to get one too. But they were both really good goals to make it even better. I mean, she came close. Hayley, very close. She's come close on a few t- chances, actually. She looks like she's going to score every time she gets into the box, really. Yeah. I mean, heading into this game, there was a obviously a little bit of probably apprehension from the City fans, given obviously the midweek uh, against Real Madrid. Um, how were you expecting City to play this game out? Because obviously 3-0 up at half-time, is that kind of what you were expecting or were you expecting Everton to be a little bit more in this game? Um, I So my first guess for the score was 3-0, but then I said 2-1 just because of some of the players Everton have signed. But looking at it now, I think I think we need to rest a couple of key players ahead of Real, but I think we could get a couple more goals in easily at the moment. We're looking really sharp right now. And it's got to be worth mentioning Esme Morgan as well. I thought she's had a really good half. Esme's been terrific. I mean, it's sad that we've lost Lucy, but I think Esme's doing a terrific job in right back putting some real good challenges she even had a shot at goal as well that was really you never see from Esme let's be honest no it was really good that she had a shot I think everybody's just getting involved now I think the first 10 minutes or so we're finding our feet but now everybody's like getting involved having shots even like the new signings have scored so 
So perfect start. Hopefully we'll see it out for the next 45 minutes. Um, what are you expecting from Everton? I mean, it looks as though they may change a few things in, in order to sort of try and find a way back. Yeah, I think Everton might make a few changes because obviously they'll, they'll want to get back in the game. But 3-0 uh, down, I think it might be a bit of a struggle unless they do something dramatic and put somebody new on. All right, so how do you see the game playing out? Final score prediction? Final score, I think City will hold on to their lead and maybe possibly add to it. So I'm going to say 5-0 City. Lefty. I was going to say 5-0, but to not go for the same as Connie, I'm going to say... 6-0. But we, we want Hayley to get in on the goals. Definitely. Hayley, maybe a step out and free kick goal would do it as well. Uh, um, and I can see Esme maybe getting something in because she's just going for it at the moment. Yeah, it, it has been a great 45 minutes. Enjoy the rest of the game. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Lauren Hemp and you're listening to MCW Fancast. Paul, thank you for joining me. How are you doing? I'm very, very good. Looking forward to tomorrow night for first bit of live women's football I've been in the men's game but I can't wait to get back to the stadium and and see you know savor the atmosphere of, of live football yeah I think a lot of people a lot of fans will be doing that tomorrow it's it's certainly exciting you know back at the academy it's something obviously a lot of us haven't been able to do for a long time and for the for the games where I was fortunate to be in there for you know during lockdown without the the fans it it just wasn't the same. And a game like tomorrow where you're going to really need the fans behind, you know, behind the scene to, to go on and get the win to ensure that progression, uh, it's going to be really important. They're going to have an important part to play. Absolutely. I, th- I think uh, that they're the, the 12th person out there in, in the stadium. That, you, know, they, you know, they push the team on. I think the, I think the players always respond to, you know, a very, very vociferous, very, uh, you know, loud and, you know, uh, funny a group of fans, but uh, I think you know, given this is the first game back, I think there's extra impetus uh, for the fans to really get behind the team because it is a tricky tie. Uh, Madrid are a decent side, and and that late goal has made the whole thing much more interesting and much more nerve wracking. But I think we've got the quality to to come through. Yeah, I mean, what did you make of the the first tie, the first game away to Real Madrid? I I, I thought we were a bit disjointed. It was clear that it was the first time back. There was that, that some of the players were were tired. They looked tired from from the you know the various Olympic uh, games they'd played. Um, they were trying to integrate some new players, so that's not always easy. Uh, you're missing some key players like Lucy Bronze and some leaders like Kira Walsh. Um, so I felt it was a bit disjointed. I thought it, from for big parts of the game we, we were the better team. We didn't really take our chances in the way that we would normally. But um, I, I don't fear Madrid. I don't think they're all that. I certainly don't think they're as good as Everton who refreshed at the weekend. Um, so I think if, we, if we've settled like we did against Everton at Goodison, I think there's every chance we're going to win the game and win it relatively comfortably. If we get an early goal, I think I think we'll, we'll win comfortably. Yeah, you kind of feel as though that'll be vital to ensure we can just play out our game, see out our game and, and play comfortably. The win from obviously the weekend, Everton, that was such a huge result for the team. And it was certainly bolster, given the fact that obviously the limited pre-season, lack of minute, the team coming together, training, it has been relatively limited. So I think there was a, let's say, worry <laughs> around heading into that game against Everton. 
because obviously Everton have strengthened so well uh, across the summer as well. So we didn't really know what kind of Everton side we were going to get. Once we got that first goal through Lasada, it was it was unbelievable. And, and City just were able to, to control the game the way that City do and, and see out the game with a, a really dominating result, which will carry so many positives forward into this game that hopefully will we'll bolster the squad and give them that confidence heading into tomorrow. Miguel Taylor, I think, said after the game that he would have took a draw given the sort of injury list at the club and integrating new players and how well Willie Kirk has brought that team together. And as you say, brought in some really good players, uh, including you know a couple of old old players, Tony Duggan and, and, and Izzy Christensen, who, who I think should be in the England team. I think she's playing really well at the moment. Um, I mean, it helped that, that, that it, tactically they got it completely wrong in the first half. Uh, they got torn to pieces because they got the tactics wrong. But I think what was encouraging about the Everton game was how the new players integrated themselves into it. And if you look at Vicky Lasada, for instance, who was running the midfield, and that first touch she took for the goal that she scored was, was class. Most players would have just snatched at that, but she killed it, hit it, great great strike. Now, you could say, well, Bunny Shaw's was a, was a tap-in. Thing about tappings in, you've got to be there, haven't you? You've got to be on the line to tap it in. Right, and, right. and she she brings something new to the team, that physicality and and a high skill level as well, which perhaps we have had up front. So I think there's a lot uh, that the team will be feel very confident having overcome what was I think most fans would have thought was a really tricky opening game, um, and they'll take that into into into, into Wednesday night's game because I think we're starting to see. Um, some of the fringe players, like Esme Morgan, for instance, really starting to step up um, and, and showing why she's in the England team and why I hope she'll get selected as well when, when the first England team under the new boss is selected. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all three goals, to be fair, as well. Uh, all four goals, sorry. Let's talk, talk about the goals. I mean, um, you know, you've got Lasada, who, like you said, she had plenty of time to, to get that composure, to find the finish. And it's almost like... She had too much time on the ball and, and Everton just weren't able to pick her up at all. Um, you know, she had the space, she had the time to find the finish and it was, like I said, perfect composure to find the back of the net. Then Greenwood wins the ball and Janine Becky with that run. I mean, I thought she had a superb game, Janine Becky and Greenwood as well and obviously got her goal as well, which which was brilliant to see and just outside the area as well. Well, I, I, there's two things about that. Firstly, I think Janine Becky is one of our most underrated players. I think she's an outstanding player. You know, she walks into that really strong Canada team. Uh, she took the goal brilliantly, I thought. You know, she did had a lot of work to do. I mean, yeah, Everton backed off her, but sure, she, she had to knock it in and she knocked it in from some distance. And Alex Greenwood, you know, absolutely robbed of an Olympic place. Why on earth she wasn't taken to, to Tokyo? I think will remain one of the great mysteries of, British football, uh, it was just bizarre. You know, she, she's she's a fantastic player. She's versatile. She could play anywhere across the back. And yet, you know, the top players that are, in my estimation, weren't anywhere near as good as she is, like Millie Bright, for instance. So for me, uh, you know, she showed what a quality player she is. And she's got a point to prove this season. Uh, and I think she'll go on to prove it um, for us and for England. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's certainly... Obviously, fans are asking a lot of questions over why she wasn't picked. I know she, Alex herself was obviously very disappointed not to be picked. And I think, like you said, since she's come into the City squad, 
you know, she's shown her versatility, but she's also shown her professionalism and how she can adapt. You know, Gareth Taylor prefers her in that centre-back position and she's made it her own. No, absolutely. I mean, she, she's, a, you know, she's, she's always been a high quality player. And I think everybody's acknowledged her professionalism. You know, wherever she's gone, she's caused no problems. She's she's worked hard. She's done what she needs to do for the team. Uh, and I, I've always rated her, and I was delighted when we got her. You know, I mean, people say, well, she's come over from United. It's not the same in the women's game, in, the, in that sort of bizarre, mad rivalry that, that sometimes you see in the men's game. Um, you know, so she came over and she's done a job for us, and she's, she's an outstanding player. Um, and we're very lucky to have her. Um, it's worth mentioning Rasso as well, obviously, coming into the squad. I thought she had an excellent game, uh, especially against her former club as well. And she put in a real shift too. And she's just obviously unfortunate not to be rewarded with a goal, really. Well, you know, she set up the goal for sure, didn't she? You know, it was, it was a lovely little, clever little run behind. You know, the sort of thing that City do so well, getting to the byline and knocking it across. And yeah, it was on a, on a plate for sure. But if you look at the way she took it, you know, she, she set herself and sent the keeper the wrong way. You know, she, the keeper was going one way and she whacked it in, you know, just the other way. So I think Masso is, a, is an outstanding uh, um, addition to the squad. You know, we signed, you know, with the, ex, with the ex, exception of the young player that we signed, the five we signed are quality internationals. You know, they, they played at the highest level, they performed at the highest level and they play and they clearly want to come and play a style of football that City like to play that open, possession style football that's a challenge for these the women coming in um so i think all of them in their own ways you know even even uh, alana kennedy's had a, not had much game time looks a good player you know you don't get in the in the in the in the australian side if you're a mug so you know we've got two really good australian internationals a jamaican international um you know one of the best players in the world from spain you know, they, uh, you know, they, they, these are really, really good signings. You know, and if you look at, I think we've probably, along with Arsenal, probably had the best window. Yeah, I'd agree with that without a doubt. And three uh, 0 up at half time. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't think many people would have expected that. In all honesty, well, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I literally thought it would be a, you know, a one all, a one nil, a two one. Uh, and when I saw it at half time, I was thinking, this, this is unbelievable. Uh, and then obviously Steph Horton steps up and bangs in a wonder free kick, you know. And then she's come right back to form as well. I, I thought she had a, I've had a, a, a season or two where she's not been at her best, but a bit of a rest, um, you know, and playing with some good players. She she looked right back to her best. And, and there's very few players in the WSL that could have scored that goal. Yeah, you know, she's I mean, one of them. Before she even uh, struck the ball, I think a lot of fans had it down for being in the back of the net. Well, I, yeah, I did, it helped her that, that none of the Everton wall decided to jump, but she did, you know, unless they're like nine foot tall, they wouldn't have got to that. It, you know, she's she's just very good at getting that ball up and up and down. Um, I think one of the best in, in, in the world, actually, and certainly one of the best in the WSL. And it's a, it's a weapon in our locker, um, because if you get that right, like with De Bruyne in, 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 the, in the men's team, sometimes, or, or Mares, it's so you, there's nothing you can do it's top corner it's it's a goal and that's what she does really well you know and she's not the only one that can you know knock it over the wall but she's the best at it and you know it's great to see her uh, you know doing that because that was the final nail in the coffin for Everton um and it, it, the second half they were probably unlucky not to score but get Kareem had a fantastic game I thought at Everton she was great in, in Madrid as well so you know our, our so-called second keeper 
um, who's a French international, it should be you know born in mind. She's had two great games um, and, 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 and has posed Gareth Taylor, I think, an interesting selection question, um, you know, when, when, when everyone's fit, you know, and I think that's, when Ellie's back, I think that's going to be a really interesting decision for him to make. Yeah, and I, and I think lack of games as well for Tabe and great to see her, you know, being utilised within the squad um, ahead of, you know, KB, safe hands, you know, you, you know you're going to get consistency, but, you know, the fact that she's been given an opportunity, she's and she's rising to it as well and, and putting in really good performances. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I think K, KB's role is going to be very much like... Uh, you know the, the, the you know the, the third keeper in the men's game, and we should be passing on the, that experience uh, and 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 the you know the professionalism she's always shown. Um, but you know if she has to come in, she's going to do a job for us. She's a still still a top class keeper. Walking to virtually any other WSL team, so I think KB's got a lot to prove. She's obviously carrying an injury at the moment, um, but you know what we proved is uh, you know that is that you know, we've got a very very good replacement. Um, and I think, you know, it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, when everyone's fit to see whether she gets to, to continue. Um, you know, every time she's played, she's tend to play, uh, Camino's tend to play play in the sort of games like the likes of Ipswich, where basically you sat on a deck chair for most of the game. Um, so now she's coming and proved herself against top class opposition. I think that's, you know, it shows right across the squad now, we've got a couple of players in each position who we can rely on. Mm-hmm. And we can move people around. But if we need to say, you know, like Georgia Stanway last season playing at right back, who would have predicted that? Yeah, she did a great job. You know, so it seems to me that what we've got at City is mirroring what's happening in the men's team. We've got a very good settled squad of people who get on, who are very professional and want to play for the team. And that's critical because if you do that, then you've got a really good chance this season of winning the league. Because I think it's a three-horse race, frankly, between us, Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, and Chelsea struggled at the weekend, you know, and, and this idea that they're somehow invincible. You know, they only won the league by two points. You know, it wasn't a possession. You know, we, we could have, we could, you know, we were right in it to the death. We hadn't drawn against Brighton. We hadn't given away a couple of points against United. It might have been very different. So... A lot to be optimistic about in terms of the WSL. And most importantly, the profile of the league, you know, massive television audience at the weekend for City, a record-breaking audience on BBC One, you know, decent crowds over the weekend, which I think will build. The TV deal's critical. It's really bringing the game into people's living rooms. So a really exciting season this season, not just for us, but I think for the whole league. But it's worth saying as well that KB spoke to Sky Sports early in the, in the week and actually touched on a, about how ch- they see Chelsea as their rivals in this league and, and that they are frustrated by the fact that the team has come so close and they know they've got to find that extra little bit. Um, and like you said, that depth, that cohesiveness really does come into it. And even though you know, you've got the likes of KB that perhaps aren't getting the minutes or whatnot, They've still got a really important part to play off the pitch. Absolutely, and, and and I think what we what we're seeing with successful teams, both in the men's and the women's league, is the best ones have got squad depth. So when you look at the bench, you think, right, we're bringing Ellen White on here, we're bringing Georgia Stanway on here. We, you know, in, in the men's game, you're bringing on Mares, you're bringing on De Bruyne, 
you know, that's that's the difference between being a Manchester City and being a Brighton. Brighton have probably got a decent eleven, but their bench will be much weaker than ours. Yeah. Chelsea have got a great bench; they've got strength in depth. Arsenal have bought well; they've got strength in depth. You know, I thought I think this season they're formidable because last season they were a bit thin on the ground, and they got a couple of injuries; they were struggling. So I think it's a three-horse race. I think we're in a really good position because we've got that strength in depth. And we've also got a lot of players now, like the Chelsea team, that have been around each other a long time. You know, they, they know each other. They know how to play. You know, none of them went to the, to the, to the Olympics. You know, so th- th- they play instinctively now. Um, you know, and I think the, we've got a really good chance this season of winning the league. Uh, I think Chelsea are going to be, as always, difficult. You know, but look at the games we played against in the three all. That was a classic, mm-hmm. an all time classic game of football, end to end. Everyone throwing themselves into it. It wasn't very controlled. I think the managers were probably full, pulling their hair out. But <laughs> there, is, there is, yeah, you know, because you know the game plan just went out the window. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think the big, you know, I think the Chelsea fans would see us as their their, their rivals, and we would say the same because we've got this history. I want us to go one better this season because I think some of the players are starting to come to the end of the career. It'd be nice for them to leave with another winner's medal or to get a winner's medal. Um, and I think the fans deserve it, you know, just for the commitment, you know, going around and around the country, you know, you know, on, on stupid, you know, at seven o'clock going to Bourne Wood or somewhere because, you know, it's on Sky. And there's, you know, there's two, there's loads of people there with flags. That's what you want to win the title for. Not, not, not for the club necessarily. That's important, but for the fans, because you know, and the fans that go week in, week out to the to the academy, you know, they, they've shown the commitment. They've been there right from the start when it wasn't trendy to be a, a fan of women's football, and it wasn't, you know, it was still seen as a minority sport. Now it's a big part of the club's, you know, marketing and and history. Um, I think that's what we want to win the title for, for those fans and say, you know, thank you. A big thank you to those fans. It's nice to win the, uh, it's nice to win the, you know, the, the, the FA Cup. It's lovely to go to Wembley. But I want to see that type, that trophy being paraded around the academy by a squad of players who I think deserve it because uh, they're decent people. You know, they come across as, not, you know, decent people who want to do the right thing by the fans and by the club and by themselves as professionals. So, I think all in all, it's it's a really you know that would be the sort of icing on the cake this season. Although I do I do fancy a trip to Wembley as well if we can get one in. That would be good. <laughs> that would be good. Um, just finishing on on Everton though, for me, I don't think there was one player that really put a foot wrong. Um, it was great to also see uh, Stanway and White back in the squad. Obviously, especially. There was so much doubt um, heading into Real Madrid about, you know, their fitness and their availability to see them come back into the squad and and play some minutes as well was reassuring as well, especially heading into tomorrow's game. Absolutely. I mean, you know, this this is the whole point, as we've discussed about um, having a deep squad. You know, you're bringing on seasoned internationals. You know, we, we brought on one of the best strikers in the world to replace a high quality striker we've just signed. George Stanway always puts a shift in. You know, um, when you look, you know, Alana Kennedy coming on, you know, for, for some minutes, you know, you're bringing on players that are played at the highest level. And that's really encouraging. And I think, you know, there's, what's, what's, what we're starting to see in the women's game, like the men's game, is wear and tear. 
longer seasons, less breaks between tournaments. It's starting to take you know, its toll in terms of injuries. We're starting to see more injuries in the game, and sadly, too many ACLs, in my view. And we need to do some research into why that is. But we need to have a big enough squad to manage injuries so that when we get them, we've got a like-for-like replacement like Georgia Stanway or Ellen White or, you know, when Lucy Bonds comes back, she might come off the bench. I mean, what a sickener that must be if if you're playing, you're 70 minutes in, you're struggling against a decent side and you see Lucy Bonds limbering up or Ellen White limbering up or Georgia Stanway or Kira Walsh, you think, is this ever going to end? You know, is this, you know, is this nightmare ever going to end? Because, you know, she's going off and Ellen White's coming on and I've got to mark her for another 25 minutes. You know, it's, that's the difference I think now with City. We've got a big, big squad of good players. And what Gareth needs to do, like like all the top managers in both men's and women's football, is manage people's game time and expectations. But I don't think they bring in people that are, have got egos. I think they bring in people who know that in a long, what will now be a long season if we get through tomorrow night, uh, you'll get game time. You're guaranteed game time with all the cups and and and, and the, a longer season. So about tomorrow, <laughs> how are you feeling uh, about obviously the second leg tie against Real Madrid? Um, do you believe that City can go on and, and get the job done um, to ensure that progression to the group stage? I think so. Real Madrid are nowhere near as good as Everton and we fresh them at the weekend. They're a, they're a solid side, but I think we've got too much quality going into this game. And I, I fancy us to win 2-0 or 2-1. Um, I think I think we've just got a little bit too much for them. I mean, Vicky Lasada made the point. They've got a famous name, but they've only been together a couple of seasons. So they've got they're a good side, but we are the better side if we play to our strengths. So I'm confident. I think we'll win it. I don't think it'll be a big win, but a win's a win. Um, and I think it'll. I think then we'll be able to kick on and get in the group stage, which will be really entertaining and really exciting and new. Um, and you know, looking at it from another point, if we do. You know, in some awful way, getting knocked out. You know, it gives us a better chance of winning the league. So, um, I don't want us to do that because I think we've got the potential to go up. You know, go get to the final this season. So, you know, we've got experienced players, full internationals, right across the board. Uh, they know what they need to do, and I think they deliver it and execute it um, in a tight, you know, contest with all the fans there roaring them on. I think that will make the difference. Squad wise, what are you expecting? Are you expecting something similar to that that we saw at the weekend? I, I think so. I think so. Ellen White might play up front, you know, and, and Buddy Shaw might come on or vice versa. Uh, George Stanway might slip in there as well. But I, I think it'll be a similar, similar team. You know, if it broke, don't fix it. Um, and I think I, I, I definitely play Vicky Lasado because she knows how that team plays. She, she can pick some, some balls and, and, and run that midfield for us. Um, so I would imagine it's a very similar squad, um, and if, if they play anywhere like they did against Everton, I think I think they'll 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 win the game, um, and then we can settle back for some uh, group stage action, which we've never had before, um, uh, and you know expensive trips potentially for some of the fans, but um, 
I think I think enough um, time to save up though. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, well, that's it. That's it. And I, and I, and I think I think you know that it's you know we, we get you know it'd be good for for people to be able to, you know follow the team abroad for the first time for nearly two years. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a great atmosphere. Uh, it's gonna be a, a good game because it's two decent sides, um, and I think we'll get the result. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Paul, so much for joining me. Uh, it was great to catch up with you. Uh, obviously, yeah. we've not spoke for a while, so hopefully see you tomorrow at the Academy and uh, hopefully catch up with you again later in the season. Brilliant. See you tomorrow. And that's it for this episode of MCW Fancast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks to Paul for joining me. We'll be back on Friday where we'll be looking ahead to the weekend and our next WSL game against Tottenham Hotspur at the Academy Stadium. If you're not already, make sure you're following us on our social medias. You can find us at MCW Fancast. And we'll see you on Friday. 